Welcome to the recap where we sit down and we have a conversation around the topics that we've been covering in our teaching series. And today we're joined by our West Campus Pastor Donald Sheeran and our Island Campus Pastor Ryan Weber. So thank you guys so much for being here with us. Glad to be here. We just want to take a few minutes and just kind of look through the series at your all's campuses and just kind of what are some takeaways that we have seen so far. And we'll start with our Island Campus, Ryan. We'll kind of do this like lightning round style. We'll just kind of rattle off through it and give me as we talk through um, the story. Uh, just give me like, hey, this is the big picture thing. Like, this is the big point from that. And the first week we had uh, the, the Yoda. The, the Yoda, the, yeah, the, we the, called him Yoda. He the, didn't the, like the that. The wise one, uh, <laughs> Pastor Rick Lee. So give us, a, wh- what's that one thing from Pastor Rick Lee? Yeah, he told this incredible story throughout his message. He weaved it in and out, as he does really well, where um, he was going the wrong direction and couldn't get home, and he had to get over on that. And he was in Brazil, so he couldn't speak the language, and he – he tied it in with just repenting and going in one direction and literally you turning and going back so that you could be safe, so that you could be where you needed to be and in God's purpose and also for him so he could get home. So that was pretty uh, super rad, super impactful. Man, he's a great storyteller. And then the next week we had John Sauer. John, John Sauer. Sauer shared his story. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this about John, but he was adopted. And so he ta- talked about how, like, it doesn't matter – uh, where you've been or what you've done or, um, you know, what your family name is or anything along those lines. It matters who you belong to. And you belong to Jesus. And that um, that's where you get your purpose from, not what family came from where or whoever or whatever. Pretty impactful. In the first week out west, we had Larry Hubbard with us. Oh, the wild man. The wild man, Larry. <laughs> the one, the only. What did Larry share with us? You know, Larry told this amazing story. It actually took two days. He came back <laughs> on first Wednesday, but he um, he told this just amazing. He painted a picture of redemption, mm-hmm. grace, and 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 ultimately that God, even after the the death of his wife, just continued to show grace on him and providing him uh, with Anne, and and so it was just this amazing picture of of redemption, grace, and discipleship. It was it was awesome. And then the next week we had Paul, uh, our Next Steps pastor, came out west and spoke. He is truly one of the kindest people in the world. I, I love Paul. And, you know, his big picture was, again, like God's redemptive grace. He he was still burdened about an experience that he had in previous churches. And, um, and he came here with that. And he talked about how the journey and God had just allowed him to let that go and he was just weeping on the way home um, after meeting with Daryl the first time and uh, he just kind of told that story and it, it was truly amazing he gives an invitation it's like Billy Graham it's like people just started flooding to the front because I mean there were so many people that could relate with that hurt it, w- it was amazing and then uh, we had Tommy Peters at the Island Campus the following week, yep. uh, our student pastor, who prayed for him out on the road <laughs> Ooh, with all yeah. the kids at summer camp He needs this all your week. prayers right now. So, uh, Tommy, what is big picture? What did Tommy share with us? Uh, Tommy grew up in Africa, and a, and a lot of people know that. It's not a, a, a surprise. But what I didn't know is that, and he shared this, was how war-torn where he was the entire yeah. time he was in Africa was and how his parents um, were given the option to get out and said, no, God has called us to be here and to share the gospel. And so until God tells us, no, sorry, FBI, sorry, United States, we're going to stay here. And just hearing the stories of how that church exploded and the lives that were changed, eternities that were changed while war was going on 
a few miles away, and I say few, like one or two miles away. I mean, wow. just it's you can't. I mean, it's stuff that like Hollywood puts into movies. It was incredible. So super awesome to have. Man, we were honored to have him out there and tell that story. And then we had an interview this past weekend. Talk yeah. to me about the interview. Who are our guests? We had uh, Darren and Stacy Horst, who uh, who have been coming to the island. Uh, have actually invited some people out to the island. And when we started this series, we were really searching for something impactful out of out of our audience. You know, a non-staff member, non-team member, just something in our audience. And they came forward and said, we have this really cool story. Um, it started off with tragedy. Their daughter, who uh, had special needs, uh, was autistic on the spectrum, at 17, took her own life. And four days later, they were on their knees, sitting in their like uh, bedroom, I believe, and said, we don't want her life to be in vain. Wow. What are we going to do? And so they created what's called Ease Club for Aaron, their daughter. Um, and it's a place where people with special needs can come together, teenagers, and, and be normal. Wow. And so they told that story. We showed a video. There wasn't a dry in the house. I, we had to compose ourselves so that we could get the interview process going. Uh, but they did an incredible job, and they're – they're relaunching. They're in Atlanta, and they're relaunching into Lexington, Kentucky, but they're, they live here now, and so they're talking about what it would take to get that going here. So, man, just super cool people who have an incredible testimony, something where God just used something that was so terrible, and it's such an incredible tragedy, and turned it into something so good and so godly. Yeah. And so, Donald, uh, then the following week out our West Campus, you got to share your story. Yeah. And uh, you want to give us just a quick... I know when we're sharing our story, it's kind of hard to do that quick. There's just four words, uh, really. I mean, or four phrases, extreme poverty, extreme abuse, extreme grace, um, and, well, just three. I mean, God just pulled me out of a environment and a situation that, man, I just every day I'm grateful. I'm, I'm just grateful, I mean, because— with extreme poverty and extreme abuse comes extreme sin on my part, but it needed extreme grace, and God gave me extreme grace. And then this past week, we did some interviews at our West Campus as well. Do you want to share a little bit about those? Yeah. Who, who we interviewed? There, you know, um, two guys that people see quite a bit over there, and even some some see Danny Mack a good bit over here. I mean, Daniel McCormick, we call him Danny Mack. Everybody calls him Danny Mack that knows him, like, He's got an amazing story. I mean, like, highly decorated military career, Barack Obama Secret Service agent. I mean, like, the dude's, like, incredible. And uh, he lands at the journey. He's discipling men. I mean, he's doing all this stuff. God has just used him in a powerful way. But, like, he was not always there. He was not always military secrets or all, all the cool things. Um, he was... His mom had a tragic brain tumor, ended up having to give him into the foster system. Uh, he ran away from several foster homes and ultimately meets this godly family completely different than him that just begins to pour into him as an older teenager. And he, he falls in love with, with God and the church and just over just an amazing period of time, um, his redemptive story just kicks in and it was it was amazing and then josh uh graham you know josh is kind of like job a little bit to me like he he's just always given his life to serve the community to serve jesus i mean 18 years he's he's been serving the school system uh 30 years he's been a christian was brought up in a christian home had this amazing t testimony you just assume 
somebody like that's not ever going to have any issues that God's just going to somehow put a bubble around him and say, don't touch him. He's like Job. And, um, but one day Josh wasn't feeling real well. And, um, it started, um, at school, he got a little bit dizzy. Um, then all of a sudden you started having like these disco ball moments in his head, like where, like he just started like trailing off and somebody noticed it and they, they thought he was just dehydrated, goes and announces a game that night calls the game was in so much pain he was like on his elbows leaning forward because he had so much back pain and going home that night with his daughter he's driving him and his daughter home and he got right here uh at the hospital in Fernandina. he's leaving from Fernandina beach high school where he was calling the football game and as he was going down the road something just told him like you need to turn left instead of going home and um and so he just turned left and like completely surprised that that's where we're going so I just need to stop and get checked at the hospital. And he goes in there and gets life flighted from Fernandina to, to Jacksonville and has a major open heart surgery. Uh, literally, the doctor said, if you would have went home, you would have died. If you would have hit your brakes hard, you would have died. Like your his aortic valve had split almost all the way in two, and it was being held together by the muscle and by some amazing Holy Spirit-led moment, he he listened, and God completely healed him, and he just, you would never know it, seeing him singing on stage, that yeah. God has done this amazing thing in him, wow. so, yeah. That's incredible, and so the series is called My Story, and we just shared about numerous stories at both of our campuses, uh, just what God has done in people's lives. Uh, yeah. What would you guys say, and well, Donald, we'll start with you, like, why does sharing your story matter? I mean, the Bible, in its essence, and its core, is a book of people's stories. And that's what it is. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, it is people's stories. And those stories are what help us as Christians understand God's grace, God's mercy, God's love, God's forgiveness, that we're not perfect. I mean, he never, he didn't cover up the ugly. <laughs> I mean, he just kind of, you know... He let us have it. I mean, he didn't tell us that David was a man after his own heart and leave out the sin, the murder, the Bathsheba, all the stuff. I mean, yeah. he didn't do that. And so just because we have some ugly in our story, there's, there might be somebody that's struggling with that same ugliness, that same sin, that same demon. And your story and how you overcame gives them hope. When I shared my story, people were messaging me, and they were like, this gives me hope. It's amazing. Absolutely, Ryan. Yeah, I love that you touched on how the Bible is is stories. Mm -hmm. Jesus, throughout the Gospels, he 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 what? He tells parables. Yeah. He tells stories. <laughs> stories are powerful. They're they're impactful. They meet people where they are. And you never know. We say this about small groups. You never know who in that group needs to yeah. hear your story, yeah. and whose story you need to hear. That hey. Man, when I was parenting this or that, I went through this. And, man, you're in it now. Don't worry. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Or, oh, man, good luck. You're about to go into something super serious. Uh, but stories just have a, this innate way. It's why we love movies. It's why we watch the news and we're captivated by these news stories. It has just a way of impacting us where we are. Yeah. And it's never more true when it comes to the gospel and how the gospel interacts with our lives on every plane. And a lot of it, we're old enough now, we've been in it long enough to know that, like, you don't, a lot of it you don't even see in the moment. Yeah. 
But man, when you have somebody on stage and you're like, oh, oh, that's good. Oh, that's that was me. Yeah. Oh, they okay, okay, that was okay. I get that. <laughs> yeah. When you can see that in other people, it provides hope. Yeah. It reminds people of the hope that God offers that we can't find anywhere else in this world. It reminds people of the grace. It reminds a lot of people of the grace. Like, hey, I did all these super bad things. Maybe I'm too far from God. And you hear a preacher right. get up on stage and be like, hey, I was right there with you. Now look at what God has done. Man, that can be so impactful. I love this series. I love that we embarked on this together. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're in the middle of it, too. The series is not over. Yeah. We're going to get to hear more stories. And stories are just a way for us to find out we're so much more connected to each other than we even realize. The, the, the story that Jesus is weaving through all of our lives just comes down to that one thing, that moment where we needed him, and then he, fa- he met us right there and found us in that place. Wow, man. So looking ahead, um, we have people who maybe they're afraid to share their story um, or maybe they feel like ah, my story doesn't really matter. And I just want to take a few minutes. And first, Ryan, I'll ask you to pray uh, for those who they're just anxious. They're scared to tell their story because it's a vulnerable, transparent place mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. And also, Don, I want you just to pray, just encouraging those people like, you know, hey, like God is there. Um, your story, your story matters. Someone else, someone needs your story to be really transparent. Someone needs to hear what God's done in your life. Yeah, yeah. let's pray. Uh, God, we thank you for involving us in your story. We thank you yes. that we are honored that we're a part of your plan to reach people and to bring your glory and your goodness and your grace and your mercy to everyone. And God, remind us daily that your story matters. And our story matters. And what we do with that story matters. That our purpose is your purpose. That what we are called to do in our lives is to preach your story to the masses, to everyone, till the whole world knows. And that although, um, you know, we can be nervous about telling our story, where you know, transparency is scary. God, uh, I ask for all the people under the sound of my voice that that they would receive the peace that only you provide. Yes. That remind them that the story that you've put inside of them is one that needs to be told. That no matter what they do, no matter where they've been, you're with them and you're a part of that story and it needs to be told for your glory and your honor. Father, I just pray for courage. God, you know it wrecked me uh, for two weeks. It just, it, it was hard. Uh, but, God, I'm grateful for your Holy Spirit just guiding me. And, God, I just pray that you would just give people a double dose of courage to be able to share their story. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.